What's up, world? It's your boy, Coach. And I'm coming to you on a beautiful day after a long week. After a long, long week, y'all. I don't know how to describe my week, but I'm going to put it in, in the form of a tortoise. It's been long. It's been slow, but long. And don't get me wrong, I'm very thankful. I've been very productive this week. Um, and, you know, I've also asked God to, you know, make me a tortoise. Allow me to see what it's like to be a tortoise because I would enjoy the longevity. I would enjoy the patience. I would just simply enjoy it. And of course, you know, you know, what what it looks like, what you pray for it don't always show up in the form of which you ask for it or what you think is going to come, but it will for sure 100% always come. So I challenge you to just, you know, be intentional um, and watch it work. Watch God, God make it work. And at the same time, I come to you in hopes of comfort um specifically it comes from second corinthians uh chapter one uh in the i guess the title is praise to the god of all comfort and it says wait one second y'all it says indeed we felt we had received the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not only rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Y'all come to y'all with this scripture because that's verse nine, by the way. I come to you to, to I come with this scripture because my family we just received death in the family of uh, you know of of an auntie. Um, and for me specifically, I don't believe in harping on or wallowing in uh, or dwell on like negativity or death or whatever the case is. And I look at death as a way to celebrate life, a, a way to celebrate a homecoming as God is calling his kids home, his children home. And at the same time, Death has never really affected me. It has always just been like, a, oh, okay. But this one hit a little different. This one made my spirit shift a little bit. This one kind of, you know, allowed me to almost cry, if, if I will. And I don't, I mean, I didn't cry, but it's because I shoot it away. Right. What brings me to the point of how often do things happen around you that you don't that you suppress because because you don't know how to work through, you don't know how to grieve with or you don't know how to overcome. How many times has that happened to you, whether it's from a situation, whether it, or you don't receive closure from a situation? That your feelings get diminished, that you feel walked over. Or like what happens if you think about how would I feel when my siblings die? How would I feel when my parents die? How will I feel when when it's so close when death is so close to home? How would I feel? How would I process?
Well, it, it, to be honest, if you come in here for the answer, I really don't have it because I don't know how to, I don't really do a good job at it myself. And so like, look at this episode as a, a fluid conversation, an open conversation where you get a little perspective from me while also me getting perspective from the conversation. Because I do pray that God intercedes with this entire conversation so where we all, you know, feel a little bit more comforted. We all feel a little more um, connected. We all have a uh, a way forward when it comes to death or when we come to processing stuff. And I mention this mostly because I today I went to... After after I worked out, I went to this food truck in my old neighborhood, y'all. And, uh, you know, I swiped my card. And I ain't never tell them my name or nothing like that. And usually when I go to this food truck, you know, they give me my food. They be like, I don't know. They usually, I, I really don't know. I don't remember how they usually give me the food because I hadn't been there in so long. But this man yelled out. A name that no one in Houston calls me unless you know me from back home. It's a name that only people who are close to me know me as or still call me, right? And in my head, I'm like, why'd you call me that? How did you know to call me that? And on top of that, it's only two people here. One person already got their food. And I'm the only one standing. Why you needed to yell my name across the across the way like that? I'm right here in front of you. But then I was reminded as I'm driving home, reflecting on the situation. You know what, Jamerson? Your family. Like, you've been in Houston for going on five years. And no one calls you that. Like, if they pick up, if you pick up the phone, they'll call you. Like, you know, you hear the name, whatever the case is. But you don't hear that name just screamed out. Um, on a day-to-day basis. But it reminded me of when I was a child and my family would call me from across the room, specifically my aunt, who would call me across the room. And, you know, back in the day, it was just like, man, why are these people calling my name? Like, you want the remote? You can't get it yourself. And part of me is like, no. Like, part of, I'm not no, but part of me, like, misses it, Right? Because you don't miss something until it's gone. You don't miss something until you are reminded of it. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that did happen. That did used to happen. Right. So then I started thinking about, oh, well, you know, my auntie, uh, like everything that happened to her when I was younger and how before she was called home, she was able to walk. Like on her own, she was getting healthy. She was. She she was getting the life that was promised to her, that was owed to her from God. And so I'm very thankful that she was able to to do way more in her last year than what she was able to do her entire life. So I've been thinking about the positive, like the good stuff, right? And on the on the, at the same time, I've also been thinking about how God. I've I've been finding comfort in God's word 
and how he will never leave nor forsake us and how we should not allow anything to affect us because at the end of the day, all things are temporary. We're we're put on this earth for a reason. And like I just found, I just seen a scripture earlier today that talks about Blessed are the ones who who proclaim or do what, what is told. And uh, I can't remember the other part, but it's sin is the is the part for the ones who know better, but choose not to do better. So I guess what I'm on here to say is if you're going through life experiences and you are down and out, sad, harping on negative emotions, negative feelings, and you don't feel like you are being comforted, I challenge you to let go. I challenge you to remember the good times. I challenge you to work through the good times and the bad times and give it to God. I, I What I also want to say is grief don't always look like crying. Grief don't always look like being like grief looks different for everyone. Processing look different for everyone. So find out a way that helps you process, that helps you release. And most importantly, you can definitely find it in God, because what I would tell you from last night until moments ago before this episode my, I, I won't say my spirit was down, but I really was not like, I didn't want to talk. I wasn't talking, whatever the case is, but I was forcing myself to talk. Then I started listening to my gospel. I started remembering God's word. I started thinking about a conversation that I, that I heard earlier about deers and what they represent. And they represent a lot, but the most, the most important one that I want to bring up is Deers represent gentleness. And, and somewhere in the Bible, it's in Phil- uh, um, Phil- Child, now I'm over here like Philippines, Philatians. Anyway, um, I want to say Philatians. I don't, y'all, sometimes I, we don't always know how to pronounce stuff, okay? But it's, <laughs> Child, it's definitely Philippines. Um, chapter four, verse seven, four through seven, it says, be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let our, let your joy overflow and let gentleness be seen in every relationship for our Lord is ever near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. And I think about a deer because it talks, it represents spirit. Um, it represents gentleness. It represents compassion it represents letting the letting opening your heart and letting your heart flow so i challenge you to be like a deer i challenge you to identify those deers in those moments in your life that allows you to open up your heart to let you be intuitive to let god promises flow through your life and if i'm being completely honest um I'm going I'm going to do that too. That's what I've been doing. I've been I I will continue to do um in the way 
to share. Some ways that I process is I go to the gym. I think through it. I sometimes may go on a nature walk to be in nature, to submerge myself in nature. Because something about it's something about when you go on a walk, when you're surrounded by life, when you're surrounded by the greenery, when you're surrounded by literally God's things that he put on this earth. It opens up a it opens up a door. Of create for me, for creativity, it opens up a door of thoughtfulness. It opens up a, a connection from from me to him. Although the connection is always with me, the nature just in the walk helps me tap into it because it allows me to process. So I challenge you to ask or ask yeah ask God how do you, how do you how should you start processing what are ways and avenues that you can process and you know i started this conversation saying that i don't really know how to process but i the thing is i do know how to process i just don't know how to process death right and from this conversation my takeaway is grief looks different for everyone i don't have to do the boohoo crying i don't have to Put it all on social media. I don't have to get it tattered on me. But for me to remember the good times and the positives, the in the in the intended outcomes that God has blessed my auntie would or my my whoever would, I can get through it because I know that at the end of the day, she died on the mountaintop. But the other part is. Just because you process in a certain way, you still have to set those boundaries with your family members to not bring you down. Because I'm a firm believer in I'm not about to I'm not about to sit on this phone and just talk about the negatives. You know, I'm not going to think about the what ifs of four years from now, because anything can happen at any different moment. And you have to like one, I'm thankful to have a family who is understanding of who I am and that we can laugh and joke because I literally just, you know, I had to have the conversation with my sister about it earlier. I was like, honestly, I'm lost in the conversation and I don't care to have the conversation right now, maybe tomorrow, because like at some point I know it will help to have the conversation. But, you know, if I'm not ready to have the conversation, you can't force me to have it. And I'm thankful to have family, sister, mother, all of everyone who understands that. So make sure you surround yourself around your family members who understand you or your friends who understand you. Because it's it's something about having a solid support system, a solid connection, a, a solid friendship, relationship with people who understand you. I can get it. I get in this. Get into this at, at another time. But I've always been a person who valued the people in my life, and at some point, I allowed, you know, some surface level friendships to to flow through my life. So I also want to challenge you to identify those people who aren't supposed to be in your life, and be okay with with having them removed. Ask God to remove them peacefully. And if people are supposed to be in your life, ask them to to bring the people in your life easy, very easy, 
you don't have to you know what it looks different for everybody but find your prayer find your niche find your support and ask for it and i promise you he'll work all right y'all i hope y'all have a awesome rest of your day um i thank you for listening i thank you for being patient with me i thank you for allowing me to allowing me to process with y'all um because that's what it's about. I, I don't have all the answers and I and I, I don't want the, all the answers. Like one of the reasons why I stopped out of my PhD program is because I don't want to be looked at as a know I Well, not even a know-it-all, but a person with all the answers. I don't want to look be looked to as, oh, he got a PhD. He should know. No, I want to continue to learn with everybody. Uh, and I'm not saying that just because I have a PhD, my learning will stop. But I felt like my I wasn't learning anymore in my program. Um, so I'm thankful to to learn some more, to get some more life experiences, to flow with God, to continue to flow with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, y'all. It's a, it's it's a blessing to do that. Um, it's a feeling like no other, and I I hope and pray that y'all will be able to feel it one day. But I do look forward to. Um, getting a PhD again someday or starting a, starting that journey again someday in a different field whenever that process takes off. Um, but for now, y'all, I'm flowing and I urge you to flow too. Learn to let go. Stop taking life so serious. Celebrate life. Celebrate the good times. Laugh at the bad times and get better from it. All right, y'all. Peace.